This episode of the Mother Loving Future Show is brought to you by Amber Lestrange and Jenna Penrose with JMO 5000 Productions. Welcome to the Mother Loving Future Show where your hosts Amber and Jenna and today we are discussing how life breakdowns can be a spiritual breakthrough. For show notes, more on this topic or to sign up for our newsletter, check out our website themotherlovingfuture.com. Jenna, do you want to give us your definition? Yes, I do. Yay. Okay, so spiritual awakenings usually come hand in hand with the complete obliteration of everything you thought you knew before. Because of this, we often experience a death of our old selves and our old reality in the form of a life breakdown. Often misinterpreted as a total disaster... (gasps) This is the greatest opportunity to rise like the phoenix from your own ashes and intentionally rebuild yourself and a life that is a true reflection of the most powerful you. So in other words, if you're you're breaking down, if your life is going through a breakdown, that's great. It's a great opportunity. High five. Spiritual breakthrough time. (laughs) You're the chosen one. This is great. It's you. Do you think that... Uh, anyone is up for a spiritual breakthrough or I, it's people who are already on the spiritual path oh and aware no. of it. It's I, everyone. It's everyone. And we are all spiritual beings having a human experience. Some of us are closer to understanding that than others, but everyone is a spiritual being. So it's just a matter of time. Even the most densely matrix entrenched human is could have a spiritual awakening. Yes. This is the time. This is the new earth. It's rising up. Amazing. This is such an incredibly important topic right now because I don't know about you, but I've seen a lot of life breakdowns going on around me, just yeah. more so than usual. Yep. Um, I know a close friend of ours is experiencing a bizarre like breakdown, which is so also clearly a breakthrough, though, because clearly happening on the eclipse, which yep. is no mistake. If anybody had a breakdown or crazy stuff happen around the eclipse, um, let us know in the comments because we're taking a poll on that. (laughs) Yeah, um, I'll definitely leave my comment there because the August eclipse was a crazy life breakdown for me in in two areas of my life, which is leading. I'm currently still in the breakthrough and I mean, this, we're going to discuss all of this, what breakthroughs look like, why they happen, how they happen, and just that it's it's great, but it's not so great. And it's, it's kind of scary if you don't know that a breakthrough can come from this, that this is an opportunity. This is a, the greatest opportunity probably in your life you're going to have to recalibrate and rebuild in a, in a way that's more in alignment with something more powerful and incredible. And this is the best thing that could happen, but it's so hard to see it when you're in it. Mm -hmm. Those were the darkest days of my life. Mm -hmm. And no one could tell me anything that would convince me that this was meant to be happening and that there was a purpose for this. And that one day I would look back and laugh at it and see that, connect all the dots and see how perfect it was. Did people try to tell you that at the time? Uh, yeah. My, my auntie actually, who's really spiritual, has such a strong faith. 
she held me and prayed with me and she's like, I promise you God has a plan for you. I swear to you. This and is like... She was right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> of course. I'm like, yeah, yeah. What do you know? So at the time you were like, this is complete BS. Oh, like- completely. Because I never had a breakdown to that degree and I had never had an obvious breakthrough from a breakdown. Mm-hmm. But when I started to look, and just to close that, that was the dark night of the soul for me. And yeah. it has led me, that exact breakdown has led me to the life I have now. Like mm-hmm. literally it made me move countries. It made me rebuild every facet of myself. Mm-hmm. How I knew it before was shattered and I had to rebuild myself, mm-hmm. my ideas, my perspective on the world, on men, on myself, my friends, my job, everything, literally, like I was completely annihilated and I moved countries where I knew one person and every single day I was working to get myself back, working to, to create a self and a life that I was proud of and that I resonated with and that empowered me and supported me being my best version. And I was so determined that I just gathered all the tools I could find. And in LA, there are plenty. Mm-hmm. And I When I came out of that, I looked around me and my whole life was different to how it was before that Mm -hmm. breakdown. Mm -hmm. And when I got some distance and perspective on it, I'm like, oh my God, what a blessing. I needed that. I was calling that in because Mm -hmm. I was so drowning Mm -hmm. in that life and in that body and that heart that something major needed to be broken down in order for me to build something major Mm -hmm. and powerful. But at the time I was like, somebody shoot me. Like there is no way anything positive is going to come out of this. And you were so attached to your old life, to your old reality, to what you thought you wanted um, that it was like you would never have chosen the breakthrough on your own because you were too attached to that situation. If it hadn't been for something that crushed you, you never would have gotten out probably. Totally. Yeah. Well, I didn't know anything beyond that. Mm-hmm. And also the interesting thing is, is that the one person that was my anchor during that, that really held me and made me feel I had had some hope to hold on to was my auntie who was the one person in my life who was really connected to spirit, Mm -hmm. really had that trust and that knowing that relationship with a higher force, Mm -hmm. whatever you call it, if that's God or your inner wisdom or the universe, whatever. And, and I didn't have such a strong connection to spirit back then, but having it now, I now can view this recent breakdown that I had in August just a couple of months ago as, okay, like I very quickly got to the place within myself where I was like, okay, like there's a greater purpose. Like there's was, some reason to this rhyme. Like It was can... very beautiful to see Amber break down because she was so able to, even though her everything seemed like it was falling apart, it, she was so able to like have the anchor of that trust in, in higher... Um, power and just it was beautiful to watch 
Well, that's the beautiful element was being able to surrender and you can only surrender and gracefully as gracefully as possible, move through it when you truly have knowing and trust in your bones that this is divinely orchestrated. Yeah. That something bigger than you that has your back, that wants the best for you, is pushing you to let go of something that doesn't serve you, to grow, to recalibrate, to, to be evolve. more in alignment, to evolve. Mm-hmm. And I, I welcomed it in a way. Obviously, when it first happened, you're human. You get like smacked with that trauma and that shock of it. But once you get through that ego reaction to it, you can move into a place of like, cool, let's start you know, connecting the dots and looking for the clues and working out what I'm trying to wake myself up to here. What am I being forced to let go of and move into for my greater good? But without that connection to spirit, it's really scary. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard to see a life breakdown as, as having a purpose. Yeah. So, I mean, most people who listen to our podcast are inquiring or already have a very established relationship with the concept of something bigger than us. But if you don't, I mean, I would just, I can't imagine my life without it. I would be a crumbling mess right now. So I would suggest kind of like exploring that. Well, yeah. And if you're listening to this podcast, if you are directed to actually listening to these words, then clearly your higher self, if you're not awakened to it yet, is trying to awaken you. So, you know, we talk a lot about us being in a a state on... a global consciousness shift right now. Mm-hmm. Um, would you say that there are more um, breakdowns because something bigger than us is trying to lead us and wake us up to a new way of being, a new paradigm, a new... 100%. So in my understanding of this is that we are in what's called the ascension window period right now, which was spanned from 2012, December 21st, 2012 to December 21st, 2017, five years in which um, the, our earth is really ascending in vibration, meaning um, we're getting higher vibrational light from different, like the sun um, and other places outside of our dimensional Um, reality, which is really pumping in consciousness energy to our planet during this window period. And so because of that, what what we're seeing is people being pushed to break down. Heightened breakdowns. Right and left. I can see that everywhere. Yeah. Not just in our friendships and my own life and like just politically, environmentally, mm-hmm. it's the world is like rupturing. Yes. And it's all moving us to the new paradigm. And in order for us to break down the old paradigm, it's a breakdown and then we will rebuild and that's the breakthrough part. But I feel like in society and in the collective, we are collectively going through a breakdown of of. Our old, old system, system, yeah. Our old belief system, our old selves, and and like our our ego selves, in on the individual level, are structured through this system, which is breaking. So as the system breaks, our egos are also breaking because they were they were created by this system. So it's causing this just upheaval on the internal mm. and the external. Mm. It's so hard to go through a break like life breakdown. It's and come out coming out on the other end better than you were before and um, just stronger and more powerful and in, in alignment with your kind of soul purpose and your who you really are takes really hard work. 
My second big life breakdown, which led to my ultimate, like biggest breakthrough, I was so like, I could physically, the pain was so deep. I couldn't eat. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't have a conversation. I was, my, my mind was so boggled and fragmented that literally it felt like the world I knew of was crumbling before me. And I had no idea who I was because my world was crumbling. And I felt, I remember the visceral feeling, feeling like I was dying, feeling like, and a part of me was now that I can look back, I was like, oh my gosh, I, that identity as that person in that world, my perspective and reality on myself in the world was dying in that moment. And that is what would be called the ego death. And that is a very real thing where people really feel like they're dying because an aspect of who they are is dying. Oh, wow. It's so intense. And it's, I mean, as I said before, I look back now and I'm like, thank God. Only now with that perspective and distance and with a deeper connection to spirit, I can see that was perfect. I mean, the hardest thing I've ever done, but that was, that led me to recreate myself into the person I am now, who I love and I'm proud of, where I wasn't before, before that breakdown. And it's led me not only to a better version of myself and more in service of a bigger mission to the world, but my whole life got rebuilt consciously and mindfully. I'm like, wow, I really know who I don't want to be and who I don't want to be with and the type of world I want around me. And I'm, I know what I don't want. And now I know what I do want so clearly and start to rebuild right now. And, and six years later, whatever it is, my entire, every element in my life looks different. My entire life is different. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, it's like, it was my life of my vision board, basically. Yeah. Like I really, if you listen to our manifestation podcast, I, I talk about the formula I use to, and I talk about this death and rebirth and the darkest night of the soul, my life breakdown, pushing me into my greatest breakthrough, my greatest, like that's my initiation into my connection with spirit, into manifesting my partner, into manifesting my dream life, really. Mm. So it's also taken a lot of hard work on your behalf that's what just I mean. from observing you. It's not just like, oh, you dreamed it up and it did not, it wasn't just the intention, but it was the intention plus working actively towards that intention. That's what I over mean. Time. Daily, yeah. minutely. Like I had to retrain my brain and to, to create a different perspective on myself, men, relationships, life, health, everything. Mm-hmm. And it was a, it was a minute to minute um, observing myself and where I was going and what thoughts served me and built my new paradigm and what thoughts kept me in the old paradigm and in the past. And not only that, grabbing all the resources I could. I mean, yoga, meditation, getting my body exercising, getting to nature. I did ceremony work. I read books. I, I got into a community of women. I, there was so much I was constantly immersing myself in to, I guess, recalibrate my system to a different level of reality. Can I ask you, so you, you said like when the breakdown happened, you did not have a spiritual context, really only your aunt was the Mm -hmm. spiritual person that you knew. Mm -hmm. Um, and what do you think was the element after the breakdown when you're trying to rebuild consciously your new life, which really took you to spirit? Was there anything that happened where you were like, 
converted? Uh, yeah. So I've had, looking back at my life, I've had three kind of major breakdowns that have led to a huge breakthrough, which I've only been able to recognize with some distance. But each time I have a breakdown, I get to that point quicker where I'm like, oh yeah, oh yeah, I've done this before. This is a mad breakthrough. Like I'm, this is exciting to some degree. So the first breakthrough I had was a health break, oh, sorry, breakdown I had was a health breakdown when I was about 17. So I never got my cycle. All my friends were getting their cycles at school and talking about it. And I'm like, hmm, I'm 17 and I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> and they're like, you're so lucky. I'm like, well, kind of means there's something majorly wrong with me. <laughs> like something's going on. So and my skin was really bad. Clearly there was a hormonal imbalance or something that I guess I was born with, um, that was playing up. So I went to so many specialists, so many different doctors, and finally they found that I had polycystic ovaries. And so they put me on the pill. Why did it take them so long to figure that out? It seems like pretty obvious. I don't know. I mean, this was a while ago. I'm 34 now. That was so, you know, okay. yeah, you never a couple know. of decades ago. Australia, you know, everything's a bit backward out there uh, in the bush. Okay. <laughs> the bushes. <laughs> so anyway, um, they put me on the pill and I was it just instinctively, even at that age, I'm like, but wait a second, like, shouldn't we be like looking at the cause of the issue, like the seed of the problem? They're like, no, there's no cure for it. Just pills. Just a pill, pills. basically. And I'm like, hmm, okay, well, you know best. Mistake number one, mm -hmm. never trust that. Mm -hmm. So I went on the pill and that was great. That relieved me of at least the debilitating social anxiety of having bad skin at that age. And so it fixed your skin? It fixed my skin and it gave me a fake period because it was, you know, creating that, um, that connection in my brain between my so you, pituitary gland to create a period. Oh, so you got it then after that? I got it, but it wasn't like my body was naturally mm -hmm. creating it. It was being created from the mm -hmm. pill. And so after about two years of being on that, I was like, you know what? I don't want to spend the rest of my life relying on a pill for my body to function properly. There's got to be some reason why this is out of whack and I'm going to find out what it is. So I went off the pill and of course my symptoms all came back and that made me super determined to get down to the bottom of this. I went to so many people, they're all like, we have no idea why polycystic ovaries begins, like starts. We don't know. It's an insulin problem. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. There has to be more research. No one could tell me. So I took it on myself. I was so determined to not let this rule me and to be hiding for the rest of my life that I was like, I'm going to figure it out if you can't. I went to naturopaths, acupuncturists, I read books, I started learning about the mind-body connection. I, I got into like Louise Hay and positive affirmations and sorting out my emotional stuff that could be blocking like that physical issue. Um, I finally, so that is what kicks me onto my spiritual breakthrough. The fact that I gave myself no option but to recreate my reality. I refuse to so, accept that I was going to be broken. So I'm like, I'm pushing through to something that's bigger than what I've been given. So what I'm hearing is that, you know, you had this problem, you were determined to overcome it. You, 
you kind of went to the end of all the resources that existed in the matrix, yeah. for lack of a better yeah. word. You looked at every book, you talked to every doctor, you did every single thing that within our global paradigm right now, you should have been able to do. And you did not find an answer there. So that caused you to push further past the veil of spirit dimension to find answers there. Yeah. And I think it was the, the super strong intuition within my bones saying, no, this is not enough. This is not Mm -hmm. the answer. This is not Mm -hmm. it. Keep going, keep going. There was was, intuitively, I knew that I could heal myself. Okay. So, so now you've gone past the matrix to look for new answers. So the, how you did heal yourself. So then how, wow. Okay. So, so basically I discovered through necessity, this whole other world that existed. No one told me about like natural medicines and therapies. It was just like, you go to the doctor, you got the GP, you take a pill, that's it. Like, so I discovered, you know, food, like using food as medicine and how food can change your body and, and affect it in different ways. And, and as you probably started eating more high vibrational food, it also sort of cleared your body temple to receive higher vibrational information and spirit information. 100%. But go on, I interject. Yeah. No, 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 that's totally right. And every element of new age therapies, I the reason why I got so um, involved in that world is because I was finding relief with them. And you were finding healing. Healing and that relief. was not offered that's it, within I, the old paradigm. Yeah, and I deeply resonated with getting back to the earth and getting back to ancient practices and practices that don't have like repercussions, long lasting repercussions Mm -hmm. to them. And so that led me to inquire about something unseen and something that I hadn't heard of yet and something bigger, which led me to spirit because organic food led me to like yoga and meditation, which led me to spirituality, to books. And then before I knew it, you're awakening. I have awoken. <laughs> I was enlightened. Yeah, no, but seriously though. At I mean, compared to where level, I was the before. The first level of enlightening. Yeah. I mean, it's a constant process, isn't it? But yeah. like that was a, a level a jump, a quantum leap. Yeah. And, and you know what the greatest gift was from moving through that health breakdown was that I, I reestablished a belief system that I am capable of finding the answers to my own problems. I don't have to outsource everything. And I actually have all the knowledge and information within me. I just have to (laughs) preach it. I just have to go inward, find it, trust it, and find the right type of resources. Mm -hmm. And honestly, that changed my life. Like once I had conquered that unclimbable mountain, I'm like, cool, like I can actually do anything. And there's this whole world of resources in the natural therapy world, which I now know work. And it just changed my perspective on the world, Mm -hmm. which, Mm -hmm. which led me more into spirituality. Mm -hmm. So just to close that story after kind of, I, I healed myself to a certain degree and then my periods like slowly started to come back after diet and acupuncture and Chinese herbs and a whole bunch of like emotional work I was going through. But the last thing was um, they found that I had a, a lowered um, thyroid, an underactive thyroid. So they gave me a natural supplement to put that um, thyroid hormone Who's in they? Me. Was that like your Chinese An medicine? endocrinologist. Okay. And then um, I was on that for a couple of years. And then when I fell pregnant, I went off it and I've never had a a problem since. Pregnancy completely like recalibrated my system to the best it's ever been. And that can happen, I hear, with 
polycystic ovaries that sometimes it just can recalibrate, pregnancy can recalibrate things. Yeah. Um, Because pregnancy definitely messes with your hormones, so maybe it just messes with the right direction. (laughs) Yeah, let's hope so. Um, So, yeah. So So that was my first breakdown and and breakthrough. And that just goes to show because so many people would probably be diagnosed with PCOS in the matrix um, and just be like, this is my life. This This is is my my situation. I'm done. You know, Never stop at the first option. Like never stop like... You know. Because look at what Amber did. She pushed through and she not only healed herself from, from that condition, but she also found God, an entire world of spirit, like a, a healthier way to approach every single aspect of her life. So what I'm trying to say is if you do have a health problem, it is such a great opportunity. That's what we're talking about here. That is a, a, an example of a breakdown where you have the opportunity to go further and find deeper truth there it's like and as i said before it's only with some distance i got the blessing and i could relax in it helped me relax into the next major breakthrough i was like oh i've done this before i've come out of this before and it's led me to exactly where i needed to be i had some faith and trust around the breakdown because i'd made it through before so never fear breakdowns never stop (laughs) this is the human condition this is our life so just know that there is a greater purpose for it. What about, have you had, tell us about your major breakdown breakthrough. Yeah, well, I'd say that, you know, I'm very um, committed to my own philosophical inquiry, which has come to be the same as the Ascension Path because, um, it, and in so doing, I've been so um committed to my own spiritual evolution actively and intentionally that I feel like I am constantly experiencing aspects of my life which are breaking down and I'm welcoming it because I'm feeling like I'm just so committed to evolution and my spiritual evolution that I'm not attached to anything in my life. I'm like, just take it all. As long as I'm a vessel of love, that's really all I care about. That's all I want to be. So, um, I've seen so many things break down and break through in my life just over the course. But um, the thing that I'm most drawn to talk about when you ask me that question is my original sort of spiritual breakthrough because I was not raised by um, in a spiritual context at all. I was raised by secular scientist type of mindset. So um, I, I didn't have a context for spirit. And for me, it was my grandfather's death because he was a, he was a very scientific person, did not believe in spirit at all but he really believed in me as a writer and he wanted me to write a children's book. And then he got sick and I ended up not finishing the book and I I, I got writer's block. I couldn't finish it. And um, I was not able to finish it before he died. And he died when I was living in Paris and he lived in California. So I didn't even get to be there when he died. I didn't finish the book and I felt horrible about it. And here I am, I'm 20 years old. I'm living in Paris by myself. And, um, the weekend after he died, um, I had an experience where I was alone in my apartment and I experienced his spirit. And it was very, very obvious. I did not see him like a ghost, but I, I experienced, it was undeniable to me that he was in the room. I knew where he was. I got, became very, very cold. I 
I started shivering. I became freezing cold. Um, I started, I felt exactly where he was. I started to have a conversation with this place in the air. And, you know, I was already a philosophy major and I was open-minded, but I had never seen spirit manifest in my life. So obvious as this moment. And what happened in that moment is uh, my head became, after I started to say, I'm sorry, you know, for not being there when you died, I love you, et cetera. Um, I, my mind in one second became full of the book that I had writer's block on and I, I didn't know what to write. And I just grabbed a piece of paper. I literally wrote the whole entire book, like channeled writing style, like just wrote it all out. And it was like so clear to me. And, um, so when that was, pro- when that, as soon as I was over, I called my mom and I, cause I was her father and I, I explained the situation and that I wanted to take time off from school and write this book and whatever. And she basically, you know, did not support me, did not, um, the, the, I, that was the beginning of my mom and her entire family thinking that I was pretty crazy. And so that caused a breakdown for me because it was like how I had just experienced that. And yet my, I was being completely rejected by my family. And, um, that caused just so much inner turmoil and sadness. And I just didn't know what to do. And then I pushed through that and, and, and was like, I have to figure out a new philosophy of reality that is going to um, include the fact that people can visit you after they're dead, you know, because that just <laughs> happened to me. And I had to like re, and I was, I was a philosophy major. So I began to reestablish my entire worldview around the fact that this could be possible. And if this is possible, how is it possible? And how can we understand Understand um, a, a, a paradigm in which this is possible, and so that's what caused me to break through. That's so interesting because you had your spiritual breakthrough first, and then your life breakdown. Yeah, that's true. And so, have you seen anything on the other side of your family breakdown situation? Um, my family's still working on it. You know, they—they're very um, entrenched in their worldview. And um, they're successful in the matrix, very successful. Well, how about you and your particular journey through that breakdown of your family? What what has it led you to? What's been the blessing? So in it? the blessing in it is it's given me the space to distance myself from the reality that was taught to me. Because honestly, what happened after that is I did not have a close relationship with my family for many, many, many years. And there was years in there where I did not even speak to them. And so what that caused was... Um, you know, because I do like to, I am a non-confrontational person that likes to make people happy around me because I can feel I'm such an empath and I want people to be happy. So if I had been all up in my family's bosom, I might never have had the distance to To create create my own reality, you know? Wow. That's huge. Yeah. That breakdown led you to your life as you know it. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. And along the road between then and now, it's just been, it's really been a lot of breakdowns. I've probably broken down every single thing in my life that wasn't true or right that I believed before. And now I've come to understand is false, had to break down. And so it's been like this long voyage of just like many breakdowns. So would you say that spiritual breakthroughs or or life breakdowns come to get you when you're going off track to, to get you back on track, to smack you off the path mm-hmm. and go, okay, it's time to remember 
the true your true self or the true purpose of your life or the direction you're meant to be going and to get back and recalibrate to get back in alignment with that yeah yeah because i think we all have soul purposes that we came into this life before this life with a soul mission and a soul purpose and so yes and like for you amber like your soul purpose clearly is within the consciousness realm you know so it's like you knew you had that mission and you were not on that track. So when you had your breakdown, it it feels much better to be on the proper track, you know, like now you're doing it, you're doing the work and it feels much, much feel much better and more content in your life than before. 100%. And, and also it's all perfect because I have this deepening after that experience. I have this compassion for people who are in that situation or have been in that situation. I have a knowing and I just have a, a just a depth in that, in everything I've moved through. It's like, it's like this wide spectrum of like, for me, at least in my world, it's, it's a wide spectrum of experiences mm-hmm. and feelings and which has led me to where I am. And it makes you a, a more compassionate person, totally. I think, more relatable to people. Totally. I agree with okay, that. Okay, what do you think about the idea of it not being spirit that is pushing you to have a life breakdown or, or it not being God or a higher force pushing you to have a life breakdown and it being a negative force messing with you and trying to get you off course? What would you say about that philosophy? I think that it, it either way, it's the same outcome. Because in either case, like a false tower is going to fall. And whether it be God who pushes down the false tower or the devil who pushes down the false tower, it doesn't matter. It's just a sign that your tower was false and like you need to build a stronger tower that could withstand anybody pushing on it. But not all people survive their breakdown. Not all people actually make it through to the breakthrough. And where they get caught, I think, is not having a context for a greater purpose. True. So, so yeah, I mean, what, what would you say to those people who are so immersed in their break life breakdown? Like we have a good friend who is just like so in her life breakdown. It's like she, she, she's actually moving away from God, moving away from spirit and going, I've like, why me? Why do I deserve this? I've done nothing but be a good person. And there can't be a God if I'm being put through this. So what would you say to those people who are so in, in that dark night of the soul? Okay. Well, the God that we are talking of here is the universal God of love and light. And that is, that God exists at a, in a dimensional space outside of the earth and souls come to the earth. This is my true answer. Mm-hmm. Souls come to the earth um, in order to evolve and to, to experience conditions that will um, accelerate their evolution. You can think of earth and the, the, the dimensional space of earth as earth school, you know, and souls come here to learn lessons. So if your soul has come here, it's, it's, you're here to do work. You're here to learn lessons. You're here to push through and evolve. So if you're in this space here that, and, and, and breakdowns are happening, it's just a school lesson. You can think of it as like a lesson in school that you have to attest that you have to pass. This really is no, no bearing on like God being an ever loving being in like a dimension outside of here, because that's also true. Hmm. And do you think that this is, you know, we do talk about the shift in consciousness that's going on right now. Do you think that 
this is happening more often because we're being forced to yeah. upgrade yes, our being... reality like very quickly. Yes. We're at a tipping point environmentally, politically, yes. things are exploding. Yeah. So you could think of it like a computer that's getting an upgrade. So when, when you know, the Apple starts to flash you little notifications, oh, we have an iOS upgrade, please upgrade. Well, if you ignore those messages, what will happen is all of your applications on your phone and on start your computer, exploding. they start not working. They're not functioning. You have to like reload them all the time. Things are moving slower. And it's what's, that's, what's happening is it's forcing you to upgrade. Do you know what I mean? And so that's the same thing that's happening now. Brilliant. And so what are some tools do you think um, during that? I mean, I know that my second major life breakdown, which led to my biggest breakthrough. Um, as I said before, that was when I was pushed to move countries to recreate who I was really in every facet. Um, I was so deeply immersed when I was in the darkness of it. I was so deeply in there. I was desperate for some type of tool, um, a resource that would help me get out of that. Do, do, do we want to talk about some things that worked for us during that dark time in case there's people that, you know, could, could benefit from that? Yeah. Um, so for me, the most important spiritual tool, consciousness technology that people need to know to get them through a breakdown and through any spiritual crisis or even just your everyday life is the concept of commanding your personal space. Um, and that's the same, you could say, as energetic shielding. So, um, you know, we're spiritual beings here at Earth School. And one of the rules is that we have the ability to command our personal space and to shield our energy field so that no forces or anything can penetrate that. And in this shield, we connect ourselves from through grounding cords to God, to the universe, and also those two being the same, and down to the earth. So when you're connected to the earth, when you're connected to universe and you're consciously um, intending a shield around you, this is a very, very strong state to be in. And it's a very um, healing state because from this state, you can heal and upgrade the cells of your body. You can bring yourself to an emotional um, state of balance. You're so also protecting yourself. You're protecting yourself. From that, you know, that crazy force that may be trying to take you yeah. down. Yeah, if a bad force is trying to take you down, then you're going to shield yourself from the bad force. And if, if if the universe and spirit and your spirit guides is trying to give you a message, that message will be a lot more clear and easily and more gracefully conveyed in this in this um, sphere of love sphere and of loving protection. Thank you. <laughs> I just I I know yeah, you, you think. know I can I read know. your mind. You do. Um, so okay. that's one. So wait a second, where can people find the shielding okay, meditation? So we are going to link a shielding meditation to this podcast show notes. Beautiful. Yeah. Great. And uh, is there anything else that worked for you besides the shielding meditation? Let's see here. Um, I had like a whole bunch of stuff I was doing yeah. like daily go, to get me out it. of the darkness. Um, I mean, I was blessed to have found myself in LA, the absolute mecca of spiritual self-development health resources. So um, I dove into Kundalini yoga, which was movement, breathing, exercises, mantra, which is like, you know, word affirmation. Um, so, and that was a community of people who were, you know, holding you as you heal and pushing yourself to new limits and what? what? 
Oh, I was just going to say what I like about Kundalini yoga too, from what I've heard about it, I've never practiced it, but it is like an all day. It's kind of like, like you can spend all your whole day. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. So it's like you can, if you're trying to get away from an old lifestyle and you need a new thing to immerse yourself in, it's a, it's a good one. (laughs) Yeah. It's a whole world. I, I did my Kundalini yoga traineeship course and it, I had the um, very thick manual, like booklet, on relationships, food, like health, everything. It's like a whole life mm-hmm. you can mm-hmm. you can move into with ancient, beautiful rituals and ideas, and it's really positive. It it's, is positive. It, it's really it was an incredible crutch for me during that time mm-hmm. where I was kind of lost and didn't know how to rebuild my um, context of Mm. the world, my perspective on things. So it was a really healthy framework for me to be working in. So kundalini yoga, um, eating well, like as we said, food holds vibration. And when you eat healthy, organic um, food. Alive food or like like raw especially. Check out our article this week about raw food and the incredible healing benefits of that and juicing and raw food. We're going to link it. Um, So yeah, grounding food, food that's really wholesome and organic, that was huge. Um, Getting them to my body. Every day I would be running, hiking, getting into nature, just moving that stagnant energy out. And as soon as I felt my mind loop starting to take over, that negative mind loop you get caught in that pulls you back into the the darkness. I just started moving, breathing, exercising, getting into moving my environment away into something more positive. Um, I went into self-development books. I was doing, I found, discovered Louise Hay, rest her soul, Um, affirmations. I started exploring the mental emotional connection, Um, moon circles, ceremony work, plant medicine, essential oils, just, gosh, so many good things out there. We have so many resources, especially with, you know, everything on our fingertips, all the information Mm -hmm. we need. And these, these things are truly empowering. And the reason they're, they're empowering is because they empower you to heal yourself, to take care of yourself, to have the connection to spirit without anyone else telling you what to do or needing anybody else. It's, it's empowering because it gives you power to take care of yourself. Mm. And, and a huge thing for me, probably the main takeaway from that whole death, rebirth, breakdown, breakthrough experience I had was that I had the power, as you said, to create my reality and everything I focus on is what's going to be starting to show up in my life. And when I really understood that, but felt myself trapped within my own mind and ego and pain body, I, I knew that I needed some outside help and, and a greater context to retrain my brain and move my mind away from that. So Landmark Forum was a huge breakthrough for me. If you guys, if you haven't done it before, they have books on it and CDs, but I, I really recommend the actual course going there in person and people coach you through your life breakdowns and they offer you a totally new perspective on reality, a way to interpret stimulate information and breakdowns, which are the most empowering, it's the most empowering thing you could, perspective you can apply to your life. So Landmark Forum, um, that's a big one. Um, That's that's kind of the resources I got into. Yeah. Anything you want to add to that? Let's see here. Um, 
I had shielding, perspective, non-attachment. Mm. So just not being it's attached so hard. to your old It's so self. easy to say that, but like in the moment that is so hard to not be attached to like taking things personally, basically. Yeah. Yep. But I mean, it's a, it's, it will really help in a breakdown breakthrough, mm. you know? What do you think about the concepts of the breakdown being around something that you need to heal? Yeah, I think it always is. Always. Yeah. So, so for instance, say, um, you know, uh, say I was born inheriting my parents' DNA and they both had brokenness around trust and whatever that may be. And the environment I grew up in as a child affirmed that mistrust in men and in the world. Yeah. And so I went through my life and then attracted those relationships that really didn't have that trust. And then I got to a place where I now have a connection with spirit and that once again has been the cause for the breakdown, that heartbreak of mistrust in partnership and in the world. But that's exactly what needed to be broken open my heart in order to seal it back together and rewire it in a more um, whole, healthy, profound way. So it's basically like psychic surgery, shall we say. The thing that needs to be completely rewired is the thing that's going to be targeted in your breakdown. Totally. And then you could think of it just even like the weakest link. You know, if you, if you have a lot of this high pressure, light vibration going into you, healing you, um, it's going to be the places that are the weakest where are going to be cracked open by the pressure. Brilliant. What do you think some spiritual awakening um, symptoms are? Right. Like how can you reckon, I mean, everyone can recognize when they're in like a major breakdown, but what are some symptoms for you to know that you're cracking through to a new level of consciousness or spiritual, um, connection? Um, okay. So there is, first of all, there's definitely, um, many people who are undergoing a process of spiritual awakening right now, um, on the planet and us included and you included probably if you're listening to this and um you know a name in this that we've given it in this community is ascension to represent this like moving forward towards evolution and higher consciousness and spiritual connection and empowerment as humans um so with ascension and it comes many um symptoms intense physical and emotional symptoms so um, some things that can happen as you're going through this breakdown in the process of breaking through are cold and flu-like symptoms, sharp pains in certain places in your body, which are you feel and then like are gone. Um, in all, all cases, if you go to a doctor, they'll tell you nothing's wrong with you, but you still are feeling like pressure in your sinuses or like a weird headache or like a weird ringing in your ear or some type of physical symptom that's not... Um, that's not explainable. And for, for what we were talking about with Amber and her heart, in her case, being like the weakest link, you know, someone in that case, when they're experiencing a breakthrough around their heart um, space, could feel heart flutters, could feel anxiety, pain, anxiety, pain in like pain in their heart, muscular pain in their back behind their heart, things like that, because you're having, you have a blockage there, you have a brokenness there, and that brokenness needs to come to the surface to be released. And when that, those brokennesses and blockages come to the surface, they, you feel them and they could feel like these types of symptoms. Um, you also might experience changes in diet 
appetite and eating habits and unexplainable intolerances to foods which you previously were able to eat. And this is all about the vibration as well. You're going up in vibration. You're not going to be able to to eat in the lower vibrational way anymore. You're going to need to nourish yourself in more higher vibrational ways. So you'll notice that there might be changes in your diet, um, changes in your sleep pattern. You know, when you're upgrading, you could be exhausted and need to sleep all day and just let yourself sleep. Or you could be, your mind could be racing and you could be up all night. Or both. I know a lot of people right now who are tapped into spirit and they are exhausted all day, just this wave of exhaustion, but they can't sleep at night. There's something that's moving through them, this kind of unseen Mm -hmm. energy that's like keeping them up at night. Totally. And it's our natural inclination as humans in the matrix to be like, there's something wrong with me. Why? And like, like be upset and lament about that. But then just to change your perspective and say, okay, you know, ascension is happening. I'm upgrading. Um, These are the upgrading symptoms, you know. Um, Another thing could be um, an increase in noticing synchronicities, especially repeated numbers like 1111. You could notice that your your jobs, friends, hobbies, interests, and living environments changing because your old self is dying and you 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 were attracting into your old life things that reflected the old you. And now that you're a new you, you're going to be reflecting in new things that reflect the new you. So those things can change. Um, a sudden feeling of loss of your old identity, which we've been talking about, um, being drawn to nature. Why nature? Because nature is the living manifestation of, of God in a sense. Um, and the matrix, which is the cities and culture and everything kind of take us out of that, our natural context and connection. And so we seek nature often during the ascension process because we want to get back to that, that, primal connection. We're, we're trying to move into that vibration, that yeah. same level of like you Connectedness. Know, high vibration. Yeah, high yeah. vibration. Yeah. Um, you know, you're probably going to start talking about peace and love a lot. <laughs> and um, beans, lima beans, is it? Peace, love and sprouts. Was it, what's the other thing? Oh, never mind. Peace, love and uh, mung beans. Mung beans. Oh, Jenna's never heard that. No, I don't. I've never heard that. But oh, clearly, it's, it's a reference to something. <laughs> Peace, love, and mung beans. Is that like what hippies say or yeah, something? Yeah, they you know they live off mung beans. Oh right. Well, you see, I'm I'm so down with the hippies because <laughs> peace, love, and mung beans. Who could ever want anything more than that? <laughs> I know. Um, okay. So, um, what else? You know, feeling you have a divine purpose or are that you're on a mess a mission. Another thing could be increased psychic experiences, like mm-hmm. I was describing with my grandpa. Oh my gosh, let us know if you're going through a spiritual awakening. Yeah. Let us know if you're in a breakdown and you're starting to see the like the reason to this, right? You're starting to see the, the divine purpose of this. I would, I'm so fascinated with this because it's happened to me very recently. It's happening to people all around me. And it's really hard to move through by yourself or to recognize that this is like an incredible opportunity you're being called to move into, please share with us, leave it in the comments. Let us know like uh, what you're going through or what you have been through, or maybe even Ascension symptoms you're experiencing. It's so exciting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Great. And do we have an invitation or challenge for our listeners? Yeah. So, um, our invitation today could be that you look into your past and recall a major breakdown that you had in your life now that you've had some distance from it. 
and see if it was in fact a breakthrough and try to find the gifts that you received from it. Connect the dots and declare the blessings that you received. And so just test out this theory and see if that's been true in your life. And if it is, let us know in the comments. We want to hear about it. Okay, well, that covers it for today. Life breakdowns equals spiritual breakthroughs. Woohoo! Going on up. Onward and upward. Thank you so much for joining us, and we can't wait to have you with us next time. Bye-bye. TTFN. Visit our website, themotherlovingfuture.com, for more information. And please leave us a five-star review on iTunes if you like what you hear. We read every single review and comment, and we are so grateful for your support. See you next week. 